And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Hello and welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. I'm Dave DeFore here with Mo DeKeel. For your off-season updates, before we start, don't forget you can get this podcast without ads by subscribing at theathletic.com slash NBA show. Mo, we're going to talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers first, and um, their summer has been interesting. And, and look, for a team that's this young, they didn't have a lot to do. They had a couple of areas that they needed to work on, and, and they were backup positions. They needed a backup point guard and a backup center. And I think they solved that problem, uh, at least both of those problems. Ricky Rubio coming back on a three-year, $18 million deal, uh, which is a lot considering he's coming back from an ACL tear. And then they signed Robin Lopez to a one-year veteran minimum. How do you feel about bringing in those older guys for this young team uh, sort of anchors off the bench? I, I love it, to be honest. I think for starters, you know, when you look at just the Ricky Rubio side of it and they're Injury problems started to go, you know, Colin Sexton got hurt, but they started to roll a little bit with the Rubio Garland backcourt. And then the injury, you know, hits Rubio. And then it began to kind of cascade where they got a whole bunch of injuries and things like that. It started with Rubio, but this team was a lot of fun, was really good when they had the Rubio Garland backcourt kind of starting out. So I think, you know, for me, like that's a no brainer. And, you know, I kind of even the deal like doesn't even seem much to me. I know he's coming off the ACL. We have concerns of injuries and things like that but man like to me that was just a no-brainer move bring Ricky Rubio back let's go they never really replaced him in the regular season Robin Lopez hey man like he is a serviceable backup big like wherever he goes um I was surprised he ended up staying in Orlando for the whole year I thought maybe at one point he'd get bought out and end up on a contender so I mean like this just kind of I love those moves for Cleveland I think you know they 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 made themselves pretty solid with where they're at. Yeah, I think Robin Lopez allows you to have very consistent rim protection for 48 minutes. And and whether it's it's Jared Allen, Robin Lopez, or even Evan Mobley, who I think we both agree will probably take a little bit of a leap in year two, and in particular in the middle. I, I think we could both expect to see him playing a little bit more center this year, right? Yeah, I would I would definitely expect it. You know, I think this is just one of those things where continue with the progression there a little bit and he needs to be get better at that position at some point you know just in terms of being able to help stagger him and Jared Allen and and things like that I think this opens up the opportunities for all of those 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 you know growth for him and I think you know coming off of you know listen he could have been easily rookie of the year you know it's neck and neck between him and Scotty Barnes so like basically saying he had a rookie of the year type campaign last year now it's time to build upon it, and I think this is going to be an important piece to it is him getting more minutes at center. 
Yeah, speaking of leaps, Darius Garland definitely took one last season. Um, I mean, this is a guy who, this is a starting all-star, not an all-star, excuse me. This is an all-star level uh, sort of guy, and, and he's so young. And how do you feel about him paired with Mobley going forward? Do you feel like this is a good match? I think it's a great match. I think, you know, they've they've kind of shown it to work. I think, you know, look, here's the thing. The blueprint's there for Cleveland right now. There's a very young team. They had a very successful season. The thing they got to watch out for is the step back season. You know, when you kind of surprise everybody, you're not going to surprise a lot of teams this year. I think, you know, for them, the the blueprint's there. It's, it's like you talked about. The guys they had to go get were backups. They kind of have their core set, and I think it's continuing to grow as a core. You know, I would love to see these guys constantly working out together and continuing to sort of develop that chemistry that you need going forward in that tandem. But this is going to be potentially a great pick-and-roll tandem for a long time for the Cavs. Yeah, and the Cavs signed Garland to a five-year, $193 million extension, so I think that they're kind of on the same page So he as should us. be buying lunch. So he <laughs> should be buying lunch for when, when him and Mobley hang out, basically. That's right. And then, uh, you know, you mentioned some surprises, and, and you talked about Colin Sexton briefly earlier in his injury. Uh, he did miss most of the season due to that knee injury, but so far he is unsigned to a new contract. He's, he's a restricted free agent because they did extend that qualifying offer, but no deal yet. Do you expect them to get a deal done before we get to camp? I think he ends up just taking the qualifying offer at this point. I'm kind of surprised nobody else has really kind of kicked the tires there a little bit, but again, you know that, hey, Cleveland's lurking and ready to match. This is a longer conversation about restricted free agency, but I think the qualifying offer is probably the more likely scenario and then you know play it out and, and see what next season brings. He's got to show to everybody he's healthy, you know, and I think that's going to be a big part of it. But him coming off the bench as a, a, a scorer, I think, would be really good for the Cavs, adding a little bit more punch to them in that scenario. Because I think I still think you got to stick with the Garland and, and Rubio backcourt as a starting unit, um, and I think you go from there. Uh, it will be interesting to see with with Sexton though the progression and how he kind of handles that. But I think that's probably more his role anyways. I think in the NBA, he's probably more likely to be a six-man off the bench, um, maybe in the mold of uh, Jordan Clarkson a little bit. And for Cleveland, it's hard to start two smaller guards like that. And especially since, and and I will give Colin Sexton a lot of credit, he's not the defensive liability that he was, but Garland is still not a good defender. And so you just can't have two of those guys out there. And that's why I think I'm with you on the Rubio or, or maybe a Coro. Uh, out there starting next to Garland. The only the only pushback to that, though, is they have two massive bigs defensively waiting <laughs> at the fair. rim. So you can kind of make the argument of like, eh, it evens out. But yes, it would make it difficult to put together a solid defensive squad. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. 
And our second team for the day, Mo, is the Indiana Pacers, who very clearly, very clearly painted the picture that they're not looking to win a bunch of games, Mo. Uh, Jalen Smith, free agent signing, big time free agent signing for them, is going to be their starter at the four. And uh, if that's not a white flag before the season starts, Mo, I don't know what is. Yeah, I mean, I just think they're in a uh, scenario of, cool, let's tear it down. Let's build around the the key guys that we do have. Tyrese Halliburton, you know, who they picked up in the trade to Sacramento. You know, we'll see what happens with, you know, very excited about the rookie, Benedict Matherin. Um, I think you got to watch for how this kind of builds forward. But yeah, they ain't trying to win a ton of games. Funny thing is, they probably will win a little bit more than they should. You know, in terms of like, hey, this isn't like full tank level type stuff, but I think they're, you know, they're they're going to be a decent squad. And really, the interesting question is, what happens with Buddy Heald and Miles Turner in this scenario? We've heard their names already mentioned in the Russell Westbrook potential trade. Um, let's let's see where they end up with everything that they do. Well, I guess that is the question, Mo. What teams out there could be looking for guys like Heald? And Miles Turner, I mean, Heald is a high-volume three-point shooter, would obviously fit and improve a lot of offenses, you know, the Lakers being being chief amongst them. Uh, but Miles Turner, a true stretch big who actually does defend the rim. I mean, this guy's got an incredible block rate. Certainly, there, there are some teams with some young prospects that might be looking to make a push for a guy like Miles Turner who, who may raise their ceiling. I think really the team I'm looking at most most importantly is actually Charlotte. They need a big, and a stretch big in this situation kind of makes it easy for the pick and pop scenario with Lamelo Ball. They need defense because I mean, shoot, Lamelo Ball ain't playing much defense. You know that that they need to kind of have that rim protection. That's something that they've been missing for the longest time. I think Miles Turner can probably slide right in to that team, and and I think they're going to be pretty desperate for a move like that. And I think that's something right there. Buddy Heald fits everywhere, right? Everybody needs a shooter. You need more shooting. Any any team we could talk about, Buddy Heald could probably slot right in, and if he's not a starter, come right off the bench and and add a a, a punch. So I think you know you're he's the easy one. It's Miles Turner, who let's just be honest, Dave. They've been trying to trade for like four years now. Um, it's it's I'm a little surprised with how little the uh, market is for him over the years, and I've never found a trade. But there, it'll be interesting. But this is. They got to have the little bit more of a push to, all right, it might be time to move. It's so easy to forget that Miles Turner is only 26 years old because it does seem like Indiana signed him to a new contract and immediately tried to trade him, which same with Demonis Sabonis. You know, Sabonis signs that deal and they were essentially over him the second that he signed it. So how long until the Indiana Pacers are tired of Tyrese Halliburton? I mean, this is the guy that it seems like they're going to be kind of building around. Is he the next guy that's going to sign a big contract and they're going to want to trade him? No, I think they're going to, I think they're ready to kind of build around him. I think that's kind of the the move. You know, it was, um, I think they made a point of let's make sure we get Halliburton. We know the entire NBA Twitter loves him, Twitter spear and goes nuts about him and things like that. So I think they were very adamant about it. And I think, you know, I, I would be shocked. It's okay, let's sign him, and now let's immediately have buyer's remorse in this scenario. I don't think they're going to do that. I think this is their guy. This is the guy they want to build around and really start building that team up. You know, it's it's funny, but Miles Turner is out of the age range 
for what they you know for what they're trying to do at this point. And I think that's kind of the important aspect of it. And so is Buddy Heald. That's why those guys are available. And I think that's the honest truth. And it wouldn't shock me, Mo, if Indiana doesn't get their their hands a little bit dirty on a Kevin Durant trade if there is one. Again, being a team that you know they're tanking a little bit, they've got those guys out there that could be trade chips for for other teams. They could jump in as a third or even a fourth team on a potential KD or Donovan Mitchell trade. I mean, they the world's kind of their oyster uh, when they don't want to win games, right? I mean, that's the playbook, right? Like, just you you want to look at let's look at the other team we talked about. That's how they got Jared Allen. That's how Cleveland got Jared Allen. Hey. We're not trying to get KD. We're not trying to get Donovan Mitchell. But if we can help facilitate a trade and get a great asset out of it, sure, that's exactly what they are got to be looking at, and it's a proactive thing you're looking for from front offices. I think that's the smart move from them. That's maybe why we haven't seen Miles Turner move yet or Buddy Hill. But I think there there could be they could be used to facilitate a trade and then get a great asset out of it for their troubles, and I think that's an important thing to keep an eye out for. Well, that's going to do it for today's show, folks. Thank you guys for listening. Mo, let's get out of here. Ding, ding. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.